With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do you go? All right, welcome into another Auburn Live show. Appreciate everybody for joining us. I am Justin Hokinson from AuburnLive.com, part of the On3 Sports Network. Um, as we get going uh, midway through this week, as Auburn prepares for South Carolina in uh, football, basketball plays at South Florida on Friday. Um, so busy couple of days uh, for Auburn athletics. Wanted to just pop in, catch up uh, with everybody. Um, as uh, the TJ Finley news kind of becomes more of a reality, TJ Finley is going to become the starting quarterback for Auburn for the last two regular season games and, and then uh, a bowl game most likely for Auburn. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, most of you people who are listening to this, we, we spoke with TJ Finley on Wednesday afternoon. Um, uh, we had spoken to him once before after the Georgia state game. Um, but we spoke to him in depth on Wednesday afternoon, really for the first time. And, um, just to start off really impressive kid to, to talk to. I mean, he's only 19 young guy, but, uh, really mature. I mean, really, really has his head on his shoulders, well-spoken, uh, good perspective. Um, he's just a good interview, honest, tells some good stories. Um, for a young kid, he, he does a good job in front of the cameras and in front of um, the media. So um, with that being said, uh, we talked to him for probably 15, close to 15 minutes um, on Wednesday. Um, the main, Some of the main takeaways, I guess I'll start with um, – you know, he talked a lot about his preparation and preparing to be a starter. Uh, and Harson said the same thing on Monday, and that, that is that TJ has prepared to be a starter since day one. Harson has praised him and said he's prepared really well during the weeks. Um, and TJ reiterated that and said, look, I've, I've prepared to be the starter uh, every week regardless. And some of the interesting things he also talked about was not just preparing in terms of knowing the play, game plan or knowing the playbook, um, but also just being a leader. Um, TJ said that he has, has, has concentrated a lot on um, being a leader, showing his teammates that he can be a leader, even if he's a young guy and a new guy. And, a new guy. Uh, and part of that is preparing right, preparing well, um, and, and having his teammates see how hard he practices and prepares, even though he, he may not be the starter. So it was interesting talking to him um, just about that process. It wasn't just all about knowing the schemes or knowing the game plan or things like that. It was also, hey, I want to do this because I want to be a leader and I want my teammates to see me in that role. So when I do get in that role, they'll believe in me and trust me. Uh, I thought that was really interesting um, for from uh, from TJ. Um, so, look, he's got his head on his shoulders. Um, I think he's ready for the moment. Um, it's just a matter of how far along is he as a quarterback, his experience level, his mechanics. There's just things – He's got to get better at um, as a quarterback, um, but I, I I think that he's 
you know, in a good space mentally to be Auburn's starting quarterback. He said, look, it's an unfortunate situation. Obviously, he, he didn't want to become the starter, meaning Bo Nix got hurt. So we wouldn't want that. Uh, but it was a good interview. A uh, couple of interesting things. One, he talked about um, Tank Bigsby actually recruiting him uh, when he hit the transfer portal. He said Tank was the first player to call him when he hit the transfer portal. Then he heard from Mike Bobo. And he heard from Kobe Hudson, of course, Brian Harson, and ultimately he ends up at Auburn. But it was interesting. Tank's message to him basically was, hey, I, we, I know we, we have Bo. Bo's our starter. But when he leaves, we want, you know, you should you should come here. You should play. Um, and so that was that was kind of cool. So, I mean, Auburn, Auburn had some players and coaches that definitely got on him early. Um, another interesting uh, fact that uh, people may not know that TJ talked about on Wednesday was his relationship with Cam Newton. So going back to when TJ was uh, committed to LSU, he was obviously very involved in the seven-on-seven circuit. Well, so is Cam Newton and his team. Um, and so Finley met Cam through that seven-on-seven circuit, and you can imagine why, right? TJ Finley is 6'7", 250, you know, very much Cam Newton look, you know, like in, in terms of how he, he appears as a quarterback. And so I think Cam saw him, obviously, immediately. Um, and they met then. Hadn't spoken recently um, until after the Georgia State game. Um, Cam saw what TJ did leading Auburn back to win that game. TJ Finley is friends with Kalen Newton, who's on the team. Um, and Finley gets a call uh, from an Atlanta area code uh, after the Georgia State game, not knowing who it is, picks it up. It's Cam Newton. Um, they talk for a little bit. And, and then, so they've kind of started this, this relationship of, of Cam kind of being a mentor to some degree. Um, Finley said they spoke, um, a few weeks ago before Cam was signed with the Panthers and, uh, they did a devotional together and just, just chatted. And, um, he, he just, he said, Cam's treated him like a little brother. Um, so interesting kind of relationship there that sort of developed, um, for, for TJ having somebody like Cam, uh, speak to him and talk to him. Um, so that was a, that was a pretty cool thing, uh, as well. So as far as TJ goes, I, I think, um, Look, I think uh, I think Auburn. You know, we'll just have to wait and see what the offense looks like, right? So we asked um, we asked TJ about, hey, what's this offense going to look like? Well, first we asked Harson, and he said it's not going to change much. I mean, we have to do certain things to be successful on offense, and um, TJ has to execute those. And so we'll see what happens um, and, and and see how he executes those. We asked Nick Brahms about, hey is the rhythm or the cadence, anything like that different with TJ? He said, no, not really. It'll be very similar as it was with Bo. Um, so I think offensively, I think you're going to see very much the same offense, you know, minus some quarterback runs, you know, Bo's, I mean, TJ's got a great arm, so we'll see how they do. But I think offensively, Auburn's got limitations and they've got strengths, right? They've got to play to those. And so TJ's got to execute that. The running game is going to have to step up big time. But, uh, you know, TJ said getting, getting all these extra reps uh, certainly will help him just uh, physically in terms of getting repetitions, accuracy, throwing the football. But mentally, he didn't think actually it would benefit him all that much. He says he does a good job of taking mental reps even when he's the backup. And so, you know, getting more reps won't necessarily help him with the game plan or with the playbook or anything like that, but maybe it'll refine his accuracy and his throwing motion and his skills and his fundamentals and all that stuff. If he gets, you know, for then over the next two weeks to get a whole lot of uh, reps, including and then maybe bowl game prep and stuff like that as well. 
So that's kind of it on TJ Finley. He'll start. Really impressive kid. Really good kid. Um, I think Auburn fans um, will we'll have the we'll post the video from TJ Finley's interview. So go to we'll, it'll be right here on our YouTube page, but also you can visit AuburnLive.com. It'll probably be there. But if not, it'll be right here on our YouTube page. Watch it. Really impressive kid. I think you'll like him. Um, the other thing we talked about on Wednesday was Auburn's defense. We spoke to Roger McCreary and um, Chandler Wooten from Auburn's defense, just trying to get answers to what happened on Saturday against Mississippi State. And, you know, not great things to hear, honestly. Um, Roger McCreary talked about there being a lack of focus. He talked about guys letting up. He talked about guys thinking um, that they had it in the bag, basically, and that there was some easing up. Um, so that's not great to hear. He said some guys just didn't do their job. It was about execution. We also spoke with Chandler Wooten, who said that there weren't a lot of adjustments made. He said, look, what we did seemed to work in the first half. We thought it would work in the second half, and it didn't. Um, so not not great. You know, you would you would want to hear, hey, Mississippi State made an adjustment, and we, 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 you know, caught us off guard. Something that says we did everything we could. From the sounds of it, you have – we didn't make adjustments, a lack of focus, guys thinking they had the lead. I mean, just everything you wouldn't want to hear. And that leads to the kind of collapse you saw. And it's disappointing because, you know, Brian Harson uh, told the team at halftime, and his mentality is always 0-0, zero, zero, but he told the team at halftime, it's 0-0, zero, zero, forget it. And for them to come out and play the way they did when he just said, hey, play like there's no lead, and you hear comments like we eased up, that's not great. So really just the, I mean, it, it, it's not great comments to hear, but it does, it does line up right with, with the kind of collapse Auburn suffered. I mean, when that happens, you, you're, you pretty much got to be prepared to hear some, some not great things from what happened in the second half. And that's what you heard from Chandler Wooten and, and Roger McCreary in that it was just a lack of focus um, and guys letting up. The adjustments thing is maybe more worrisome. Um, you know, players can have ups and downs. Um, and, and Will Rogers can get hot, right? There's a lot of things that can happen, but I think the lack of adjustments as the game went on was frustrating. And you hear that from Chandler Wooten that it didn't sound like there were a lot of adjustments. It sounded like they were confident in what they did in the first half. And they just didn't execute in the second half. Well, I mean, Brian Harson talks about adjustments all the time. They're going to adjust and then we have to adjust. So I, I don't really understand where that went and what, and, and so when Chandler Wooten says, there weren't adjustments made and we, we just didn't execute. Well, you, if you played well in the first half, you knew Mississippi state was going to come back and, and do potentially do things differently. Um, and then if they did start clicking, then how are you going to affect it? Right? Like if, if Auburn's game plan in that game wouldn't have worked from the beginning, are you telling me that it would have been a whole game of no adjustments? Surely not, right? Surely Derek Murray said, we're going to come out and do this. If it doesn't work early, we'll do this. And then because it worked early, you just stay with it. And then when it doesn't, it, when it stops working, when your defensive game plan stops working, you just stuck with it. So I, it's hard to imagine that Mason and that staff didn't have a plan B or, or some other way to mix things up. Hey, if they start catching fire, what are we going to do about it? So look, it was just I think I think this game is probably the last day we'll kind of put this behind us. Um, but hearing those comments from Roger McCreary and Chandler Wooten was uh, was frustrating. 
uh, was frustrating. And so we'll see what happens. Look, South Carolina's not a yeah, they can't throw the ball that well. Um, and so Auburn should have a, a better game against South Carolina. Um, I think the big test will be Auburn's offense. Uh, South Carolina's got a good defense. In particular, Carolina's got a pretty good pass defense. So uh, this is a game that Bo Nix struggled mightily last year. Uh, of course, he had J.C. Horn, who's gone to the pros. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a decent defense. It's not an easy test for T.J. Finley to start his first game on the road against a, a quality defense. Um, Auburn's run game is going to have to be really good. It can't, this cannot be on Finley to throw the ball 35 times, uh, 38 times to win the game. So I think Auburn's offensive line and that run game is going to have to do well, and the defense is going to have to keep the points low on the other end and give Auburn's offense um, some good field position, good opportunities, and not make it too difficult on TJ in his, in his first start. Um, so that's kind, of, that's kind of the main things from Wednesday. Uh, we also talked to Bruce Pearl a little bit just to switch to basketball. Auburn prepares for South Florida. We'll have some notes up about that game, a preview up about that game at auburnlive.com in Tampa. Um, and then we'll have, of course, more stories and recruiting news from football um, as Auburn prepares for South Carolina. We already have a story up on TJ Finley at auburnlive.com. We have a story up on the defense um, at auburnlive.com. So go check that out to read the quotes. Um, we'll have uh, the war room and a bunch of good stuff later in the week. So make sure and check that out. Auburnlive.com. Please go subscribe. Be a part of our community. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll see everybody soon. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.